Welcome to Love Beyond. This podcast is powered by the National Day of Prayer Task Force. Subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast platform today. Visit unitedinlove.org forward slash love beyond. Welcome to the Love Beyond podcast, where we are loving like Jesus through loving beyond. My name is Kanita Benson, Director of Intercultural Prayer and Missions for the National Day of Prayer Task Force. This is a space for which crucial conversations will take place that will strengthen the church to walk in unity as the Word of God mandates for the people of God. Love Beyond is powered by United in Love, an initiative of the National Day of Prayer Task Force, birthed to bring the body of Christ together toward prayer, care, share, living. We are so excited about today's episode where we will be discussing the day in our nation set aside to mobilize unified public prayer over the United States of America. That's right. We are discussing the National Day of Prayer. And who better to discuss this pivotal day with than the servant leaders of this powerful ministry? I have none other than National Day of Prayer President and United in Love founder, Mrs. Kathy Brenzel, and Mr. Dion Elmore, Vice President of the National Day of Prayer. Welcome, family. Thanks, Kanita. Good to be here. And thanks for having us. Absolutely. I get the pleasure of working with you all all the time, um, but I'm so grateful that our listeners will have the pleasure of hearing your heart, uh, those who are familiar with the National Day of Prayer and those who are unfamiliar. And so, Let's delve right in because there's so much to discuss to prepare for uh, the day that we know God is going to move mightily. So, Kathy, the National Day of Prayer, it's a profoundly impactful day in our nation, we know. Why don't you explain for our viewers briefly how this federally observed day began? Hmm. Well, without going into a long dissertation or writing a book, which we could (laughs) could. because is just bathed and birthed in prayer. Uh, We know that prayer was an important part um, of our nation's founding and foundation. And uh, but moving forward, uh, many years, many presidents had called for days of prayer. But in 1952, our friend Reverend Billy Graham stood on the steps of the Capitol and challenged Congress and President Truman to call for a law that would call for a day of prayer in our nation for our nation. And Congress and the president took the challenge. They wrote up the law and uh, President Truman signed it. And since 1952, there has been an annual national day of prayer. Now that was amended uh, by our friend, uh, President Ronald Reagan in 1988, because between 52 and 88, The president would call for a day of prayer, but it would be random. Mm. It might be on July 4th. It might be um, right after a national tragedy or triumph. It might be uh, his birthday. You know, whatever day struck the president uh, to call for a day of prayer. But um, in order to be able to mobilize unified public prayer for America, in order to bring together gatherings of people in prayer and uh, to prepare for prayer, we asked uh, Ronald Reagan to make it a specific day on the calendar that people would know every year what day that National Day of Prayer was going to be. And it is always the first Thursday of May. 
And so we are so excited that we get to help steward and serve the Judeo-Christian um, portion, uh, uh, expression of the National Day of Prayer. Mm-hmm. And we are celebrating the 70th observance this year. Wow, that is just so, so exciting. And what a testimony of faithful perseverance to uphold the banner and the ministry of intercession over this country uh, for so, so many years. Um, You touched on this a bit, Kathy, about when the National Day of Prayer is, but Dion, why don't you tell us how can people begin to prepare for this? Because there are so many people from around the country who are getting excited about this, but maybe put it in the context of those who are familiar with National Day of Prayer and then how people who aren't can begin to prepare for this day. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. It's it is always the first Thursday in May, which is easy to remember um, since 1988. Mm-hmm. And every year we have rallied people, the National Day of Prayer Task Force, the National Prayer Committee, all of the leadership that's involved with this has rallied thousands of people, tens of thousands of observances every year. Two years ago, as a matter of fact, we were we were looking at our observances. We had over 60,000 observances around the nation. Pretty much every city hall, every state capital, churches, schools, businesses, every sphere of influence. And as we have each year mobilized those people to, to gather, the best way to prepare we found is to really encourage people to pray. <laughs> to pray about their community, to reach out to their community leaders, to find out who it is in their community, first and foremost, that they need to pray for, Mm. and then listen to God to see, you know, so start with the seven spheres of influence is what we always encourage people to do. So who is the, the mayor in your town? What's their name? How many children do they have? What's their family life like? Mm-hmm. How can you strategically and intentionally pray for them? You know, the word of God says that the, uh, the, uh, this, this strategic, intentional, fervent, fiery, mm-hmm. passionate, fierce prayer of God yeah. avails much. And so as we target our prayer people, you know, the people in our communities that are leading, um, we ask you first to pray and then to prepare And you can do that by um, gathering groups of people around, looking for volunteers who might get the word out, you know, ordering. We have resources available on our website at nationaldayofprayer.org for people to uh, purchase and then use to get the word out, posters and prayer guides and and bookmarks and all kinds of things um, Mm -hmm. that people can use to wear the testimony of let's pray for America. Yes. And start conversations with people in their community. And then once they once they're done promoting to put the program together, to find, you know, a location to uh, get people to come and to pray, especially those influencers in their community. Invite the school superintendent, if they're a believer, to come and to pray. If you have, you know, a mayor in your town who uh, is a believer, they can come and pray. You know, you can you can pick representatives from each group, military communities in your area. Uh, reserve mm-hmm. units in your mm-hmm. area. Reach out to the folks, uh, chaplains who are there, uh, police forces, uh, fire departments. I mean, the the, the list is endless. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, when people are looking for ways to promote, um, just look into those centers of influence, the media in your community. And then uh, the last part is to pray some more. 
Pray Amen. for God to pour out his spirit upon the event. Pray for God to show up. Pray for the, the pastors in the town to come together powerfully, uh, connect with them and ask God to just be the holy influencer before you, to go out before you to prepare their hearts. And then uh, get together and pray on the National Day of Prayer, yes. which again is always the first Thursday in May. Oh, that's so powerful, um, insightful, and very intentional. Um, it really just compels us to really be sensitive to those who are around us every day that need to be covered in prayer um, and seeing this example of unity um, in doing so. So thank you so much for that, Dion. I want to shoot another question to you um, because we just a moment ago touched on the fact that National Day of Prayer will celebrate 70 years of mobilizing public prayer over our nation through a spirit of unity. Um, why don't you share with our listeners a highlight or a God story uh, of his faithfulness that you've seen in your time of serving with the National Day of Prayer to mark this milestone? Yeah, that's, that's a, that is a great question. You know, 70 years of prayer. I mean, from the time that Kathy said, you know, uh, Billy Graham stood on the steps of the Capitol and challenged our nation's leaders to establish God in prayer once again in our nation. And uh, ever since then, you know, we've had gatherings, people have gathered together. And, and I think that, you know, as I reflect on this and I reflected on uh, the question, because you gave it to me beforehand so I could think about this, I was thinking, you know what, it's really the greatest miracle is the people mm. that God has raised up year after year after year, decade after decade, and having the opportunity over the last few years to get out into the communities, to meet with leaders, and to just, you know, as we used to joke and pray on our bus tour, shut up and listen <laughs> to what God was doing in them and in their community and asking them why for decades have you been so faithful to spend your own money, to spend your own time, to, you know, to connect leaders in your community. And the answer is always the same because that's what God wants me to do. You know, God yeah. has called me to do this. And I think the greatest miracle is to see God mobilizing his people year after year after year. I, I remember people, you know, one of them that comes to mind uh, a lot just because she's been doing it for so long. And she's one of our oldest standing members is uh, Mary Campbell in Philadelphia. Yes. Mama Mary, she just, you know, she has rallied prayer across the street from now where the American Bible Society is in the mm -hmm. park there. And she has been an influencer in that community. And, and uh, we've had the opportunity to be with her. I mean, there are hundreds, literally hundreds of others who have been doing this for decades. And, uh, in my opinion, that is the highlight of the God story. Can you imagine? I mean, look around and people, you know, people can look at the circumstances going on in our nation right now and they can say, well, we've been praying all these years and what difference has it make, made? You know, and mm. my answer to that is always, you know, what, what would we have hmm. if God had not been mobilizing his leaders to pray? That's right. You think Amen. we've gone far away from God? <laughs> We would be absolutely godless, mm. but God but and his faithfulness has raised up and rallied these people. So in my opinion, that is the greatest testimony of what I've seen accomplished. And I've, I've been around this since 1991. Mm. And uh, so 
30 years this year. And uh, so 30 of the 70. And I've seen God do amazing things every year and in communities all over our nation. Yes. And I would add to that how God is continuing, you know, that the fire is burning on for prayer. And so uh, you've been around for 30 years and I've been a part of this for 21. Um, our state coordinator, Cheryl in Rhode Island, has been with us as her 21st year. And then I think about our newest and youngest coordinator right now in Colorado, mm. Elizabeth Allen, who is seven. I mean, she wasn't even born when yeah. you and I were already running with National Day of Prayer. And that's just such a beautiful miracle sign of God's faithfulness and how he's not done with us and how he is really mobilizing us to mobilize unified public prayer for America. It's so great. That is and we still know the promise that the effective fervent prayer of righteous men and women avails much. Right. And it's an either or. Either it does or it doesn't. And we've seen the miracles of God. Mm, that is so powerful. So, so good. I, I think that's a this is a good space to talk about, Kathy, uh, the theme for this year and why that is such a crucial call for us to always be in prayer over our nation. It's not something that it really is a suggestion. We need we are called to pray. And so could you speak to that just a bit? Yes. Well, every year the National Day of Prayer has a theme verse and a theme of some sort. And uh, this year our theme verse is 2 Corinthians 3.17. For the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And our uh, prayer theme this year, uh, we've been doing things a little different the last couple of years where our theme hasn't just been a statement, it's been a call to prayer. And this year, um, it's a prayer of intercession for America. And we are praying, Lord, pour out your love, life, and liberty. Because, see, culture and the enemy has twisted and counterfeited those words mm. unto death. Not just to death, but unto death. Only the Lord that we follow is our creator, our sustainer, our redeemer, our everything, our all. And so only he gets to define and only he designed real, true love, life, and liberty. And so we've had this year leading up through this prayer theme to talk about those things, to remind people that it's our designer who defined those and what true biblical love, life, and liberty means. Amen. And that has been so important, especially for such a time as this right now in culture. That's good. That's good. Well, well how will the National Day of Prayer Observance actually look like this year? You know, wow. where we are in 2021 coming out of a year unlike anything we've ever seen before. So amid the COVID-19 pandemic and kind of it, it, still in it, but trying to get out of it and trying to mobilize, you, we've had to get really creative. So why don't you share a little bit about that, Kathy? 
um, every observant is going to look different. And I love that. Um, yeah. We don't want to be in a rut. We're not in a routine. God did not call us to put on a performance. Right. Uh, this is literally a prayer gathering and every prayer gathering is different. Now, um, our national observance, uh, it used to be um, on Capitol Hill. We hope to get back there again after um, things calm down and COVID dies down um, here in our nation. That's a huge prayer request. Um, mm. But a contingency of us will be in Washington, D.C. for the national observance. And we will be on the move. We will be praying all over Washington and all around the Capitol uh, doing all kinds of amazing things. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but they will also, what happens in D.C. will be reflected and multiplied in our gatherings across all 50 states. Yes, there will be some virtual events, of course, because every zip code has different mandates and restrictions and levels of comfort. And we, uh, we uh, don't judge anyone. We are just here to mobilize Unified Public Prayer for America. So we'll have some virtual events. We will have a lot of in-person events. Some yeah. inside, some outside, some capitals have thrown their doors open and said, yes, please come back in. Others have said, can we keep you on the steps or out on the lawn for one more year? We are going to be in giant arenas like in Mississippi. The uh, They were uh, very sad that they couldn't bring people into the capital. And so they um, handed over a venue, a massive 8,000 person stadium and said, please fill it up for prayer. And so we are grateful for that. Uh, there will be people riding bikes. There will be people walking. There will be yes. people driving. There will be, uh, we have some very innovative and creative um, coordinators who incline their ear to God and said, what would you have us do this year? Yes. This year. And, um, and so people can find out about all of these. But uh, we want to invite everyone, of course, to uh, pray with us, not just watch, but participate with us for our national broadcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on May 6th. From 8 to 10, we will be praying together uh, like we did last year. This is new. Uh, it was something that happened last year, and we're like, oh, the Lord's just calling us to do it again this year and to bring the nation together after a day of prayer, coast to coast, north, south, east, and west, and to bring us together um, to pray for our nation. And so please, you can find it on all kinds of uh, stations, of course, on our website, nationaldayofprayer.org, mm -hmm. on Facebook, but on Daystar, CBN. God TV and more. And so it'll be so great for the nation to pray all day and then come together as a nation and pray together that night. Amen. Well, we're definitely praying and expecting just a powerful move of God over this time. And we're looking forward to being, you know, very prayerful and intentional in going before God around specific areas uh, that we can be praying for that this would be um, a, a very successful, overwhelmingly successful day. So Dion, we know that we're approaching May 6th and it is coming at us quickly. Why don't you give us some specific prayer points that our community of listeners can pray into as we prepare for the National Day of Prayer? Absolutely. Um, you know, as we've 
learned over the last few years. Uh, many people will look at the National Day of Prayer and they'll say, well, do I need to pray for the president and the vice president and all the members of Congress and all the senators every day? Do I, how, how do I pray? And they get focused on the governmental aspect of what we do, which is still very important and one of the spheres of influence that we focus on. But what we've learned and what we ask people to do uh, approaching and through the National Day of Prayer is to focus on their community. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the United in Love vision is that we take the prayers that we pray into our communities and then we put our actions and feet into Amen. play and go out and make a difference in our community. And so, you know, from a prayer point perspective, we always focus people back on those seven spheres of influence. And the first one that God created was the family. He gave us family to live in unity, you know, to live in love, to learn those things on the inside before we could take them outside. And so we always encourage people to pray, start with your family, because you have members of your family who are not walking with Jesus. I will guarantee that there are some family members who are straight away, some that don't even know the Lord, began to pray for them with love and compassion, asking God to send his, what, his love, his life and his liberty into their lives. If they're bound up in something, free them, Lord, give them liberty in that area. If you need more love in your family to reach out to those loved ones, because sometimes our family members, we can't pick them. They're given to us. And sometimes they're hard to love. (laughs) So pray for yourself for love. And then pray for life. I mean, there are a lot of things going on in our families today because of the COVID restrictions and things going on, depression, all kinds of issues that people are struggling with. And pray for God to give us grace individually as we deal with our families. And then reach out to your churches, Um, not just praying for your pastor. Who's your pastor? You know, a lot of people don't even know their pastors and their lives and their, you know, their children. And when I pastored, I asked people, please pray for my family, not just God bless the pastor's family, but get to know my kids, please, you know, have some input into their lives, pray for them, encourage them. And over the years, I've had many, many people do that. The other thing um, I encourage people to do is to pray into the churches in their community. If you need to know who they are, look uh, look it up. I mean, ask Google, go to your, I don't even know if they make phone books anymore, but they, they do in some communities. Look for, uh, look for all the churches, find out who the pastors are and begin to pray for them. The other thing is, is your workplace. You know, God has given us this wonderful sphere of influence called our workplace where we get to go every day and make a living and have influence on the people around us. And some of you are leaders. Some of you are uh, workers in companies. Some of you are entrepreneurs. Some of you touch people through sales. Some of you, I mean, there, it goes on and on and on. Pray into the people who God has given you. Pray mm-hmm. for your boss. Pray for those under you. Uh, education. Um, you know, we learned as we were going around the country, Kathy and I were on these wonderful bus tours and we would ask people, how many of you have children in school? And a bunch of people would raise their hands in these gatherings. How many of you, you know, have grandchildren in school? And a whole bunch more would raise their hands. And, and then we'd say, how many of you went to school? <laughs> Everybody would raise their hand. And we said, now, how many of you have been influenced by a school teacher, an administrator, a coach, mm-hmm. somebody who either spoke life mm. or didn't speak life? into your life. Pray for those who are influencing us. 
and you know military i i'm in a military town we have the air force academy here we have peterson field we have schreiber air force base we have norad we've got um Fort Carson down south with the Army. We've got all kinds of things going on around us. And so one of the things that I've made a practice of doing is praying for every leader, every single commander of every installation, and also getting to know the chaplains and praying for them and the work that God has them doing. Of course, the government. Um, <laughs> I, I've literally locked – I mean, my my wife works for the mayor of our town, so I've had the blessing of, of meeting him and talking to him and chatting with him. But even before that, I would, I would literally go into the mayor's office, knock at the door and say, hey, um, I live in your town and I pray and uh, would love to pray for you on a regular basis. If you have any prayer needs, let me know, and I'd give him a business card. Again, mobilizing and putting feet to the prayers that you make. And then, of course, arts and media and entertainment in our community. Uh, All of us have our cell phones. I've noticed in the airports that everybody's focus these days is on what's in their hand. They're looking straight down and, you know, they're getting media input, input, input all the time. And then they go home and they turn the television on and they get media input. And then they get in their car and they turn the radio on and they get media input. So pray for the media and entertainment groups in your community you focus on your community kanita focuses on hers kathy focuses on hers i focus on mine and guess what if we all focus together we are united in loving and praying for life and liberty for everyone in our nation so that's what i would say to do oh that's so good wow 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 well we never want to leave um any Love Beyond podcast episode without doing two things. And Kathy's going to speak to the next thing um, that Dion just kind of set the stage for. We want people to go and love beyond. What's the call to action? And so, Kathy, how do we love beyond the National Day of Prayer Observance? Oh, absolutely. Uh, how do we love beyond this conversation? How do we love beyond May 6th? Well, we talk about it all the time, don't we, Kanita? Prayer, care, share. share. And I believe the, one of the greatest ways you can show someone you love them is to pray for them. If you've got a, a neighbor you absolutely adore or who drives you crazy, pray for them. Okay. Uh, if the, the person you're closest to at work and the one that may make your day a little harder, pray for them. It's the prayer challenge. Uh, we, we did it with I Work For Him um, last year. We had the prayer dare. And uh, we dared you to pray for people um, that made your life harder. And so uh, that is one way we can love beyond. But then you're going to meet a whole bunch of new people uh, at your National Day of Prayer gathering. Don't put a period where God puts a comma. Get to know them. Build relationships. Think about what gets prayed about at the National Day of Prayer. What are the prayer requests? What did some of the speakers from your city and state speak the uh, the needs um, of of your area? And start asking God, what would you have me do? How can I live a prayer, care, share lifestyle so that the world knows that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and that they can follow him too? And you will watch your neighborhood, where you work, where you learn, where you worship, where you hang out, work out, shop, serve. You will watch it transform when you uh, decide 
and determine and resolve to live a Procure-Share lifestyle. Amen. Amen. With that said, we want to do the other thing that we never leave a Love Beyond podcast episode without doing, and that's pray. So Dion, we will be honored if you could just close us out in prayer. All right. Well, Father God, we praise you. I want to start there. We praise you for what you are doing. Lord, what you have done over the last 70 years and what you are preparing to do, Lord, we know that as we pursue you, as we pursue Jesus, as we lift his name, that you will draw all men unto yourself. So we simply lift up the name of Jesus. We simply lift up these needs, Father, that we have in our communities. Father, we simply come to you. And, and Lord, we simply read your word and listen to what it is that you have to say. Father, we come as children to you. And, Lord, you tell us that if we come in that way, Lord, that we will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Father, if we come with pure hearts and pure minds and pure hands. So, Lord, we ask that you would give us clean hearts. Give us clean hands, Lord, as we reach out to the communities that we are in. Father, we pray ahead for you to be the sacred influencer of the influencers who are influencing us. Mm. Go out into our communities, Lord. I pray for every community that we are uh, representing as those speaking into this and those listening right now. Father, we pray for our community, for our leaders. We pray ahead, Father, for these observances that you would guard and protect those who are holding them. Father, that you would um, just take away any divisiveness that may arise. Father, any issues that may come up. We pray for your protection. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we pray that you would go before us, whether it's the national observance, whether it's observances in cities, city halls, state capitals. And Holy Spirit, that you would bring your presence in such a strong way that people would know that they were in the presence of Jesus And Lord, lives would be transformed. Love would rise up in people's hearts. Life would spring forth, Lord, just like in the spring. And Lord, your liberty would be poured out and people would be released from every fear, every trouble, and every affliction. And so, Father God, Be who you are, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And Lord, do what you say you will do, because we know that you are able, that you are able to do and perform things that are exceedingly above and beyond anything that we've even asked or even thought. And so, Father, go out and be who you are, the great I am in a nation that so desperately needs you and in our lives because we so desperately need you. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. I I think after that powerful time of dialogue, people have their marching orders and they are ready to prepare for the National Day of Prayer. Wow, what a powerful time. We want to just 
Thank everyone for listening to the Love Beyond podcast. Please stay tuned for future episodes that will absolutely ignite your hearts and lives toward a prayer, care, share lifestyle. Follow the United in Love initiative at unitedinlove.org or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for joining us today. We invite you to take this moment into a movement. Go live love beyond.